Hey, hello, everyone out there. That are, yeah, we, we, we were here. We're, we're in person. This is the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, and Tyler is sitting across from a, across this table from me, and all, all things are better now, at least a little bit. Tyler, how are you doing? I'm all right. This is weird. Yeah. In a way. I mean, it's been so long since we uh, got to do this in person, but glad we can. Yeah, it's a good yeah. good time to uh, get back to doing it in person. Yeah, the gamers' holiday weekend uh, or week or however you want to structure it. It's weird. This is weird. E three is weird. Um, yes, a lot of things are weird. Uh, and yeah, we're 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 still doing this show. <laughs> so uh, yeah, let's let's buckle up and really uh, really talk about the things. Got a lot to talk about. Uh, we're recording after, like on the, what I guess it's the second day of E3 technically. So Microsoft and uh, Bethesda and Square Enix went today. Square who? What? Yeah. I, I yeah. There was really only one, one, one show today. <laughs> yeah, really. Honestly, yeah. I uh, mean, there's been so many other shows. I know... Uh, there's been a lot of shows for like indie games and stuff. Yeah, like there Day was of the, the devs. Uh, yeah, Gr- Day of the Devs, and then there was the um, Gorilla Collective. Gorilla Collective, and then what? What was the other one? The uh, oh man, Wholesome Games. Yeah, right. Thing. Yeah, and I know Devolver had had a show. I hadn't. I didn't have a chance to catch up really on any of those things, but I know there's a couple of games that have come out of those that people seem pretty into yeah i just got utterly fucked yesterday uh had to go to work so i couldn't watch uh any any of the conferences even if i wanted to yeah uh which i feel like there's really only one that's worth watching there's one other that i thought was entertaining but had a very uh not great middle section Mm. which we'll get to to them then um so, yeah, it's just been a really weird E3. Like, I'm glad it's back, but at the same time, it feels so stretched out. It feels like there's a lot of shows that maybe shouldn't be there, like the Coke Media or Gearbox that are a complete waste of time. Like, you don't need to have a show just because you can. Yeah. Sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. We'll see what the rest of the week holds, I guess. The only one I'm really looking forward to is Nintendo the rest of the week. But, yeah, it's just, like, I'm glad it's back, but I, I don't know. It's weird. I, really. I mean, I am going to write this down as a fake E3 to, to, to me. This feels like a fake E3, kind of like yeah. a, I, I don't know. It, does, it doesn't seem real to me. Yeah, it's probably one you, you put an asterisk next to Yeah, when you really you know look back on it hopefully that's the case i'm really curious i don't know maybe capcom comes back tomorrow and blows us all away maybe maybe yeah (laughs) their show's only supposed to be like 30 minutes long so it can't be like they're announcing too much Mm. so but like tomorrow's like verizon and intellivision and it's like eh, that's not worth like what what the fuck is verizon doing at d3 you know what i mean (laughs) Beats me, man. <laughs> I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense. They're, so, they're going to stop the lag. They're going to. They're, they're going yeah. to reduce all lag. I don't know. Yeah. It's. 
it's a silly thing. I don't I don't understand it either. Um, I mean, just a lot of players out here that don't bring don't bring the game. Right. Uh, so. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um. Anything you want to talk about before we get into the news, though? Like there, there's. Uh, like, like, do what we games we've been playing or whatever? Yeah. Do you want Do you want to talk about games? Yeah, I think I think the only thing I'll talk about is uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. All right. Um, I mean, I've played Wreckfest and you know, other things, but um, the only thing that's worth talking about, I think, right now is is Ratchet Rift Apart. The uh, brand new game from Insomniac, who, you know, is really carrying the PlayStation Five on the first party side. Like, I mean, they've they've just been crushing it in the past six months with um, or eight months, I guess, with Miles Morales and now Rift Apart. And I really think that Insomniac is maybe my favorite developer. Like, period. Like, wow, I feel like they've been on such a roll for so long, even going back to Sunset Overdrive, even, you know, I mean, they, they've just been putting out amazing games. Um, and this game is no different. Um, I am, I want to say I'm maybe seven or eight hours into it. I, I was off on Friday and put a decent chunk into it. I played some this morning before all you guys came over and um it's it's an excellent excellent game uh from top to bottom it's just a pure fun video game and it it does everything that i love about ratchet and clank and just kind of takes it to another level um like i think the story and the characters in this game are they stay, it just feels like they stand out a lot more even though they're kind of the same characters in a way uh, that we've we've seen. There's Ratchet, there's Clank, there's Doctor Nefarious. You know, there's yes. there's a lot of staples uh, that this franchise has seen a lot. But like Rivet is awesome, and learning more about her and just learning more about what's going on in the universe is is really cool. And then even some of the side characters you you run into on some of these planets are are pretty interesting. So like the story, I think, is really good so far. Um, and of course the gameplay i mean the gameplay is just it's top-notch ratchet and clank and i i just don't know if it's ever been better than this and that's you know that's because of the playstation 5 and in what they can do now i mean they the gameplay of this game is just so smooth it's fast it's flashy uh but not like too flashy uh, the weapons are all incredibly fun to use. I find myself just rotating through all of them because they're all uniquely uh, fun to play with. And, you know, I've recently replayed a bunch of old Ratchet games, and I felt like there was only a couple go-tos uh, yeah, by yeah. the end of the game that I felt like I was like, this is just really good. And and there were some weapons at the end that of the games that just didn't feel like they were... Um, any good at all versus stronger enemies um whereas this game i feel like i'm just rotating through all of them and it's it's really fun to upgrade them and and uh, get new ones and i feel like there's a really good steady pace of those weapons um and what they can do um so all that stuff is 
is phenomenal. And then even, you know, some of the other gameplay elements. So the rifts are neat. Um, they're basically like just gigantic grappling points in a way. It's almost like you have a grappling hook. I mean, you literally do for certain things, uh, in the game for like some of the platforming sections, but, um, that's basically what it is. Like you can just kind of look in the arena that you're fighting and look at that rift and then press L1. You'll just go right over there. And it, it is slick. It, it doesn't interrupt the gameplay. It, it just flows. Um, so that stuff is really cool. Um, you get like hover boots, you get a, a dash. That's really fun to use. Um, so gameplay wise, this game's just top notch. And then, I mean, We've seen it, and it's kind of been one of the selling points of this game is just how it takes advantage of the PlayStation 5, how it loads so fast. And, I mean, it's serious. It's, like, it is exactly what they have talked about and shown us. Um, Like, once you load into that game, which takes two seconds, uh, the game never loads again, really. And or if it does, it's very brief and they're really good at hiding it and just going from planet to planet. And then there's even one planet where uh, you're literally going back and forth between dimensions like constantly. And there's these like crystals basically that you can you literally like you'll pan around. You'll be like, wow, this is like Pixar level animation. Like it's it's incredible. Then you just whack this crystal and instantly the other side of the planet is loaded basically in in, with all of its detail like there's no hitching nothing and uh there was some really cool sections in the early game that was like wow this is really impressive but uh when i got to that planet i'm like holy shit like there is no way this could have ever been done before um maybe in like a a game on a high-end pc or something like that but the previous consoles it's just no way i mean it's it's cool and it's awesome and it makes me I mean we'll talk about other exclusives later like it makes me like I I just I can't wait until we can get to the point where games are built just for these consoles yeah because this is the sort of stuff that they can do and I'm playing on performance ray tracing mode which looks beautiful runs at a steady 60 I mean it's it's awesome. It is It is an awesome game, and I, I can't wait to play more of it. Yeah, I, mean, I can't wait to uh, <laughs> maybe eventually one day uh, in the next decade, yeah. maybe being able to buy a PlayStation 5 and playing yeah. this. <laughs> we got to get you a PS5 because you would uh, devour this game. Yes, I, I mean... <laughs> I, I said I'd probably I'd do it in two sittings. I could envision myself <laughs> sitting down for a weekend and not stopping. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I mean, I the two times that I've played it, I've had that itch of like, man, I don't want to do anything else today. I just mm-hmm. want to play this game. And apparently, the game's like fifteen hours long, is what I've heard on average, which is pretty decent. May, probably is the longest Ratchet and Clank game. I mean, most of them are probably. 10 to 12 maybe yeah, yeah. but yeah it's, there's a there's a lot there and in some of the planets too have more open areas than past ratchet and clank games it's not like any it's not like an open world or anything like that there's not like a ton of shit to get into but it is a lot more exploration focused in a couple of the planets but then there's some planets that are just 
straight, straight up linear. Yeah. So, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. So. That that that's great to hear. I'm I'm glad that Ratchet still lives. I mm. I hope that uh, Ratchet and Clank gets multiple games uh, this generation. Me too. I I really hope that it's not, you know, another what five years until we get another one. Yeah. Because um, this this game's just awesome. But I imagine that the sequel to Spider Man's probably going to take up a lot of Insomniac's time moving yeah. forward. Yeah. I know they yeah. ha- they have two major studios on each coast basically where which is how they were able to put out a miles morales and a ratchet so close together but um you know that spider-man's gonna be coming so yeah they've just been kicking ass it's on yeah. cast so yeah yeah i i always look forward to uh an insomniac game uh i, I don't think i don't I did not play Resistance. That is the only Insomniac game I have not played. Yeah, I've played the first one. I have not played two or three. And I'm going to try to do that sometime soon. But I've heard those are good, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the only the only Insomniac games I don't think I've really played is, like, some of the spin-off Ratchet games. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, like those I too. haven't played Size Matters, All for One, Full Frontal Assault, uh, Quest for Booty. I, I never played like a couple of those games I never played, but I'm sure they're good for what they are, I guess. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. I, it's just a matter of time before I get my claws in. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Good yeah. to hear that the game's good. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to talk about here real quick? No, that's it. You, uh, you play anything exciting? I mean, it's not a surprise, but Final Fantasy fourteen is <laughs> I'm approaching seven hundred hours played. <laughs> wow. And uh yeah, I'm I have uh I'm I'm a I'm a good healer now. Well, decent so far. Um and then I'm bringing up a black mage, which is a I mean people out there who know Final Fantasy know what a black mage is, but it's a offensive spellcaster mm-hmm. type of character, so yeah, really, really just love how that game just lets me switch between all these different classes and just try things out a little bit and see what I like and just play it without having to, like other MMOs, create an entire character and spend like 30 to 40 hours doing the same shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's good. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I started uh, is Resident Evil Village. Ooh. I have uh, made it, made my way into Lady D's castle. Uh, I'll say that game opens up really fucking hard. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, not hard. It, like, themat- thematically and tonally, it is uh, in your face. Yes. Like, this this shit is going down, like, right now. Yep. Um, and yeah, that I did not see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoa, you kind of laid a lot on me there and then just did that. Uh, so... So yeah, I'm looking forward to getting through that game and seeing what, seeing why the hell all this shit is happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it it goes places at the end. Mm. It went it went to places that I did not think it was going to go to at all. Mm. Um, it's yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Is so you got to explore like a little bit of the village and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. 
got to see all the werewolf men. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I will say, after playing like the first couple hours of that game, uh, I am very aware of uh, taking care of my hands. Yes. Uh, there are multiple instances to varying degrees where uh, Ethan Winters has his hands fucked up. Yes. Uh, and uh, I just don't want that to happen to me. There's... So you just got to the castle? Or no, you, uh, you're... I'm about to enter the courtyard. Right. I just put the wine bottle in the yeah, thing and got okay. the courtyard okay. key. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Mm. And yes, there, there are so many times in that game where Ethan should have died. And yes. Any normal person would just die. But yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's it's yeah, it's pretty crazy. I can't wait for you to explore more of that castle but also get to the to the next act, whatever you want to okay. call it. Alright. Because that's that's the act that like scared the shit out of me. Okay. I was, like I was just like I can't this is just insane. Um yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll I'll get to that eventually. That was going to be my project for yesterday, but uh, that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's just get into the news, man. There's a lot to talk about, and uh, no offense, I don't want to be here all night. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Um, so I guess we should just get out of the way quickly. Uh, some stuff that I believe happened before any of the uh, E3 nonsense went down. Um, yep. First thing you have in here is a little story about Overwatch. Yeah, it's getting a cross-play beta between PC and all consoles. Ooh. So um, that's going to be happening very soon, and I guess it, you know, it's all all through Battle.net and everything is how a lot of that's going to be linked up. But yeah, just more of kind of a shout out i think this is a, a really awesome thing and it's something that overwatch has needed for a long time yeah i mean i imagine blizzard has the money that uh playstation wants yes. to make that happen yes definitely <laughs> and i hope that overwatch 2 is um crossplay at launch yeah that would be awesome so so yeah i think this is cool just because it's it's one of the bigger bigger multiplayer games to uh be getting crossplay here so yeah yeah uh, another quick hitter here. Uh, I think we knew this was coming, but Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, uh, the the PS5 and Xbox Series upgrades are are out now. Yeah, uh, you can you can get get that higher resolution textures and assets. <laughs> get that 4K HDR resolution. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, EA just kind of literally just released this. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's out there, and I think you can get a free upgrade. Uh, if you own the PS4 or Xbox One version, so I might check this out. Yeah, and so, it's it's cool. it's on Game Pass still, yep. so uh, maybe now is the time I get in now that this upgrade is out. Yeah, and I'm sure this upgrade, you know, the the game was was fine, but technically when I played it, but you know, it, it could have been way better. And now that it's running at 60 and is going to be a lot steadier, and in the loading times were something that was um, pretty significant. Um, so, so yeah, I think I think this is a a good thing for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I've I have an itch to uh, get back into some Souls like games for for reasons we'll talk about later. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Good, good for uh, good for 
Star Wars fans out there, as you know, I am one of them. Yeah, you're the uh, biggest one. Yes. That I know. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and the biggest one you know, probably. Uh, all of you listeners out there. Um, the next thing we'll talk about here uh, caused some controversy among hardcore fanboys of the PlayStation 5. Yep. Unfortunately, God of War Ragnarok will have a PS4 version. Which I guess apparently means that the PS5 version is held back. Yeah. Oh well. Um, but yeah, uh, it it was delayed till next year. I mean, it was never coming out this year. Uh, right. <laughs> but yeah, it's coming out next year, and it's coming out both on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5. I mean, hopefully by then there will be more PlayStation 5s out there. Maybe they'll actually even be in stores. <laughs> Maybe you can just pick one up right. off the shelf by then. Um, but I see this as them kind of hedging their bets here, being like, we want to sell this God of War. We know how many PlayStation 5s are out there and being played rather than sitting in a in a warehouse waiting to be sold for $1,000. <laughs> so, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, this makes sense to me, like, on, on that level. Like, you want to have as many people as possible be able to play your game. Yeah, it, it makes sense to me on a business level um, as just an owner of a PS5 right now. I, th- I just think it's a little bit of a bummer. Um, now, I'm not one that's going to be fucking freaking out like a lot of... Sony fanboys of over this stuff or like when a PlayStation exclusive goes to PC or anything like that but I just would have thought that God of War the sequel to it would have been maybe one of the first big ones that said we're we're moving on from PS4 and you know this is only on PS5 just because this might be like the biggest exclusive Sony is going to put on this console potentially like it's going to be huge. And so I really would have thought that that would have been it. Um, now, don't get me wrong. People are going to play this game on PS5, and it's going to be great. You know, because, you know, they're they're going to do things like we saw with the Horizon stuff. They're going to do things on the PS5 version that can't be done on the PS4 version. So it's going to be the best version of the game, no doubt. Um, it's just It's just a little bit of a bummer, I think. Um, yeah, I guess, but, but it does make sense. And also, I'm sure this game started as a PS4 game. Yeah, you know they have that tech there, and so it it, it makes sense. It, it probably helped them turn this game around quicker. I mean, it's still till next year where it's, when it's going to come out. But um, you know, yeah, yeah. And uh, I guess this is also the case for Gran Turismo Seven as well. Um, both of those games having uh having a PlayStation Four version coming out. I wonder what those PlayStation Four Four versions look like. Right. Um, I think Horizon Forbidden West when that comes out will be very telling. Mm-hmm. What the PS Four versions of, especially God of War, will will be like. Um, and, and Gran Turismo is interesting to me because we've seen throughout like the history of video games when a console launches typically there is an exclusive racing game 
that really takes advantage of the hardware and is like, wow, look how great these wheels look mm-hmm. and stuff like, look how detailed the interior of this car is. Um, so it's kind of interesting to me that they're putting it on Gran Turismo 7 on PS4. And what's also interesting is like just a little bit of the backtracking that Sony's done of like, of course, the whole we believe in generations thing. But like if you look at the original trailer for Gran Turismo 7, it literally says exclusive to PlayStation 5 on it. Um, So it must have been a decision recently that they decided to put it on PS4. Um, so, so yeah, I just thought that one, that one's kind of weird to me too, but look, these games are still going to be good when they come out. I hope that, uh, there's more PS5s in the wild and people can pick them up and, and that hopefully that's the version of the game that sells the best and all that stuff. But yeah, it's just, to me, it's, it's interesting because now that Ratchet's out, there literally is no first-party exclusives just for PlayStation 5 mm-hmm. at all that are announced. Like, all the ones we know about are coming to PlayStation 4 as well. So, you know, I'm, uh, and I'm sure we'll learn about some this this summer, potentially, if Sony does some sort of event of, you know, some titles that will only be on PlayStation 5. Because something like Ratchet is not possible on PlayStation 4. It's just, like, that would really hamper that experience um and so i'm sure we'll learn about some stuff but i I just think it's it's really interesting that they're not uh they don't have anything out there right now yeah yeah well i mean we'll see we'll see what it looks like man yeah we'll see i'm not i'm not personally as not an owner of playstation 5 (laughs) but an owner of a playstation 4 I'm I'm okay with this. <laughs> yeah. Um all right. It's time to get into the event. Yes. Uh and actually kicking off um all of this stuff is Jeff Keeley's little project. This the Summer Game Fest. <laughs> and um there's there was a lot here. I'm seeing a lot of things here. I'm yeah. going to uh pick and choose what I want to talk that's, about. That's what I was going to say. I think with all of these, let's just pick pick the highlights. We don't have to go over everything. Um cuz yeah, I think I th- we are not okay. the people you want to hear talk about among us. <laughs> yeah. Uh there's there's a lot of things here that I I don't have anything to say uh or anything to say about, but um I thought did you watch this show at all? No, okay. no, because typically the yeah, shows happen yeah, while right. like just the, just the hours I work. I I'm working when this happens, right? And yeah. I didn't get get a chance to go back and watch it. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't get to watch live, and I, I went back and watched it, and I kind of regretted doing that mm. in a way. I thought this show had an awesome like opening twenty minutes. And, of course, an awesome ending, a really hype ending. But there's there's stuff in the middle that I just felt like it just kept going on and on and on and on and on. Um, and, look, not everything's going to be for for me in these shows, and that, that's for everybody. But um, I just I, – I was just wondering if they could reshuffle it in, in a different order and kept the pace kind of exciting because it was just a really – 
front-loaded show to me and then ending with with a big reveal. So, Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm just going to pick out a couple of things here. I personally am excited for Salt and Sacrifice, mm-hmm. a sequel to Salt and Sanctuary. Uh, I thought that was a very good game. Uh, looking forward to seeing what they do in a sequel here. Yeah. Uh, Tyler, I know you like dinosaurs. Come on, tell us about the dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, Jurassic World Evolution 2 is happening. Um, Coming this year. All right, who do they have? Who do they have? They had had Jeff Goldblum. Yes, they did. They had Jeff Goldblum, and and he was very entertaining to watch when they revealed this. Um, I'm not going to play this game, but I know a lot of people like it. Um, And I'll just watch the dinosaurs on the movie screen. Mm. (laughs) <laughs> all right what else you want to talk about here i think we should just stop beating around the bush and just talk about the ending there oh okay all right all right uh you don't want to you don't want to talk about tiny tina's uh, yeah I'll, I'll i'll get to that but of course the biggest thing that was announced here was elden ring and they showed off a trailer for it, and it's coming out January 21st, 2022. Hell yes. They gave a date to it. Um, what do you think, being a Souls fan? I, well, it's kind of weird to call me a Souls fan. I've I've beaten Bloodborne and Sekiro, mm-hmm. and I've dabbled in the Dark Souls right. yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. And I don't have a PlayStation 5 to play that Demon Souls remaster. Uh, but what I saw... In this Elder Elden Ring uh, trailer is kind of, I feel like they're adding more to the formula. Like they they aren't sticking to the basics, which is what they typically do with the with the Dark Souls games. Mm-hmm. Th- this seems like even more of a spinoff to me um, of what 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 they've done. Like the. They've made a lot of changes. They made a lot of changes with Bloodborne, with how that worked, like ha- not having a shield and being parry focused and being like super aggressive. They changed a lot with Sekiro, as Sekiro playing like as a samurai and having like all these different like skills and abilities that you actually pick and choose from, uh, and it's it's not even gear based at all. Uh, like the dark, the Dark Souls, and even Bloodborne is very focused on like what your what what's in your kit. What are you what are you rolling with? Are you rolling with yeah. a big hammer or like or what? Um, but Elden Ring seems to be going like in a direction where it it looks like to me it looks like there are like actual like skills and abilities that that you can pop off here. Like there there's some stuff that seems like it just seems like there's more. There, there's more stuff added to the formula and like just the general vibe the world it it really just screams to me like this this is gonna be a really cool cool thing to play yeah in the world in that trailer I was like this just looks fucking cool and from software is probably one of the top developers out there in terms of just artistic direction most of the time you know like Whatever, whenever I see anything of any of their games, I'm just like that. Just looks fucking cool. Like it just doesn't matter what it is. And like some of the some of the shots in this trailer just were fucking. There's a shot in the trailer where the where a dragon is holding a fucking lightning bolt. Yeah, and that is just the dopest shit. Yeah, right. And and 
like the the one shot in the trailer that I loved is in like the very beginning when the camera kind of pans up and there's that giant fucking like tree or something that's like all lit up. I'm like, that's interesting. And and being in open world, I guess um, that I'm wondering if that's something you'll just see all the time unless you're like inside like a dungeon or. Uh, castle or something, I don't fucking know. Yeah, and one of the things yeah. it feels like they're doing that's similar to Sekiro is that they're having a story that you can follow. That, mm. At least that's what this trailer mm. is giving me the vibe of. There's going to be a story here that you can follow rather than just the traditional look at some item description and try to f- piece it together. Right. Um, yeah. 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 You got a horse. Yes. The horse can double jump. Uh, <laughs> the horse can f- hit. I mean, the horse has horns. For one, that that's that's weird, mm. uh, and also like it seems like there are certain points along cliff sides where you can just jump up an entire cliff face. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I recall that from the trailer. I was like, wow, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, and I, I'm I'm really curious, like being in open world, just how that works with the whole uh, that sort of formula of a Souls game in terms of like bosses mm-hmm. and what that does for exploration and items and all that stuff. And uh, and generally, like, how, how are they going to uh, incorporate some of their other things that they've done? Because uh, a lot of the exploration in the Souls games and Bloodborne, it's about, like, going around, like, and finding, like, the shortcut and unlocking shortcuts to get through the areas quicker and finding your route through areas, like, and just, like... When you die to a boss, because you're eventually going to die to a boss, like, learning the route to the boss and what enemies you're going to encounter between then there and where you spawn, mm-hmm. it's, uh, yeah, that that's a huge part of these games, and I wonder how they're going to incorporate that. Yeah. Yeah. Seems cool. Yeah. I'm, the, the one I'm all thing in. The too, that's... That I thought was interesting in the trailer... I was... Trying to think how I want to put it. Like, I watched the trailer and I'm like, this game does look cool. It looks very good visually, obviously, artistically. But you put that next to Demon Souls, the remake. Yeah. And it's like, hmm, interesting. Now, I know Demon Souls was made for just one console um, and it was designed just for PlayStation 5 and take advantage of that. This is um, both on PS4 and PS5. But. Um, I, and I also know that that's not really what From Software goes for all the time. Like they're more about the artistic direction, the atmosphere, all that stuff, rather than like, wow, look how shiny this fucking sword looks and all that stuff. But um, it that's one thing that I, I kind of noticed when I watched it. But I'm like, you know, at the end of the day, it's probably not going to matter. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. Um. I am intrigued by this tiny Tina's Wonderlands game coming out early next year. Um, they said it's not a Borderlands game uh, at all, really, and it's kind of its own thing. But, of course, Tiny Tina is a Borderlands character. The art style, at least from the character models and stuff in that trailer, was Borderlands. I'm sure it'll be very Borderlands. Basically, what what this comes from is is the Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon's Keep DLC for oh. Borderlands 2. I guess they wanted to kind of take that idea of that DLC and expand it to a full game. And 
you know, that's basically what it's going to be. Um, so I'm sure it'll be kind of all over the place in terms of what's going on uh, in the game, just because in that DLC, Tiny Tina was kind of just manipulating things uh, as she wanted to. Uh, so curious to see how that plays out. But it, it does seem like they're trying to do different things with this game from what they've said. Like there's spell casting in this game. There is... Uh, a lot more character customization in terms of like armor and things like that. Um, so, I mean, that, that stuff's neat uh, or could be neat. I think that's something that, especially armor and stuff that Borderlands 3 really needed. But yeah, they they didn't really talk about it too much. And even at Gearbox's own fucking show, they didn't show anything mm-hmm. about it. I'm like, well, then what's the point of having a fucking show? So Is it even a shooter? I uh, they I think it's a shooter. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. Because what I would think would be very cool is if they actually played on the Tiny Tina's uh, Salt on Dragons Keep and made this like a CRPG. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That would be wild. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, but yeah, so we'll we'll see where that goes. I'm curious to like see something of it whenever they want to show it off. Yeah. So. All right. Uh. I guess it's time for the least political game developer, uh, Ubisoft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They had a show, if you want to believe that. Um, there are a couple things here. I don't... Nothing... Uh, I don't... I don't harbor a lot of excitement for what Ubisoft has to offer this year. I'm somewhat with you. Like I watched... There is one exception on this list. <laughs> <laughs> Which is... Mario and Rabbits, Mario man. and Rabbits, yeah. That's what, that's what I was thinking. Mario and um, Rabbit. Mar- Mario and motherfucking Rabbits. I know. That's that's the thing I'm most excited for. I, I loved that first game and uh, what they what it, they showed that they're doing with the new one. Seems really cool. Uh, it's not going to just be based in the Mushroom Kingdom. It's going to be, I guess, a little bit Mario Galaxy-like, uh, which is cool. And a lot of the things that they're adding to the gameplay seem really cool. Um, so yeah, that that game, I'm very excited for that. Um, but I'm kind of with you overall. I mean, not until the last two announcements, which were new things, I was just kind of like, this show is fine. Like, a lot of these things didn't speak to me too much. Like, I did not think Rainbow Six Extraction looked good at all. Mm. And that game comes out September 16th. I, it like, like it's uh, a lot more stealth focused and everything, which Rainbow Six is known for that sort of stuff, which is fine. I'm sure it, it looked cool, but or it could be cool, but I just overall the gameplay just did not seem like it would be fun to me. And and like even when things broke down into more um, combat and everything, it just didn't seem that exciting um and then you know they gave a date for riders republic september 2nd you know that, that game does look neat for what they're trying to go for it's just not my thing mm. um so we'll see how that turns out um rainbow six siege is getting cross play and cross progression so that's really cool yeah um that'll be early next year um assassin's creed valhalla is getting more uh, they showed off a little bit of the Siege of Paris DLC, um, which is supposed to come out in, in the summer, which looks really neat. Um, and 
I was looking. But you've that. sworn you'll never play that game again. I know. I did. <laughs> I did, and and we'll see because I, I don't think I'll do it this year. But they are. They did say that they're going to do more expansions next year, and I feel like that's probably saying we're not going to have an Assassin's Creed game next year if they're mm. doing that because this is the first time that they're doing that with more than two expansions to the game. So they didn't really say. They did tease some stuff, um, but that's that's about it. Um, so we'll see. But I might might dive back into that game next year if there's not an Assassin's Creed game coming. Um, then a really weird look at Far Cry 6 which showed off their villain and also the season pass, which you'll play as all three of the villains from the recent games. And I'm like, why? That's just bizarre to me. Why? I don't know. (laughs) I don't fucking know. Um, I don't know how I feel about that game. Like it's one of those things of like, (laughs) you kind of said it earlier. Like they, they say their game is political, but they make it so bonkers that you don't even think about what's even happening yeah. you know what i mean and, and that's that's far cry that's what it's always been and it seems like they're making this game even more bonkers especially with what we saw in the xbox showcase with some of the things that they showed off in that trailer it was like wow like this could be fun to play but it's far cry is just always really at odds with itself um so yeah i don't know but uh, then, then they ended by announcing the Avatar game from Ubisoft Massive called Avatar Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. This is Avatar, the film franchise from James Cameron, yeah. not not the Nickelodeon show. Um, but it's only coming out on the new consoles, PC, and uh, some streaming services, Luna and Stadia, uh, next year. Basically, it's an open-world action-adventure game. First-person. Great. Basically, Far Cry, but Avatar. Oh, so like Far Cry Primal. Yeah, kind of, but okay. more exciting, probably. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it, it could be cool. Like, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and get super jazzed about it because they didn't show off a ton of it. Like, some of the shots... In the trailer, you could tell where gameplay and the fact that it's on next gen only like some of those things, some of the world just looked fucking stunning. And I was like, wow, this is fucking cool looking. Um, but also, I mean, it's it's an avatar. I don't know. It's not the I, most I exciting property. I don't you know? give a fuck about avatar. No. <laughs> I don't either. Um, <laughs> but, but we'll see. I, I wasn't like. Oh my God! This is like, why are they doing this? But also, you know, it could be cool, depending on what the gameplay is. But honestly, it'll probably just be a Ubisoft game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And we know what those games are. Uh, what we don't know is yeah. why Square Enix decided to show up this year. <laughs> they yeah. decided. Oh man, let's just let's just go through it. They decided to show us about like twenty. 25 minutes of Guardians of the Galaxy, a new game they've they, they announced. It's coming out October 26th. Um, but they spend way too much fucking time on it. Way too much time on it. Like, after the first bit of stuff they showed off, I'm like, I'm good. You know, I, I don't need to see any more of this. <laughs> and then they did this, like, total just gameplay demo 
which I'm like, just do one or the other, man. Like, I felt like their, their just overall presentation in this game was just bizarre and way too long. Um, but, yeah, this comes from Inos Montreal. You play Star-Lord. It's a single-player uh, action-adventure game, basically, and you can command the other uh, people in your crew, so Gamora, Rocket Raccoon, and, and Drax. Um, and I like the direction of the game, of course, being a single-player story-driven game. I think that's cool. I did... Part of me just felt like something was a little off with this game. I, and I don't know what it was. Uh, I don't know if it was the gameplay or just the visuals. And I, I don't I don't even really give a fuck about the whole, like, well, this doesn't look like fucking Chris Pratt. Like, mm. who gives a fuck? Uh, like, they're supposed to do their own damn thing. Uh, but something just seemed slightly off about it. But it could be... It could be cool, I, I guess, and it's kind of a game I think I'll, I'm going to wait for reviews on this one. Um, it seems like there's going to be a lot more, a lot of like uh, kind of story, dialogue, decisions. They showed off one that was kind of kind of funny, like they were trying to figure out whether to sell Rocket, Rocket Raccoon or, or Groot. Um, so I, I hope, and it seems like they have like the... Um, like Guardians of the Galaxy, especially the films, like really had a lot of like just popular classic rock songs because that's what Star Lord's really into being from Earth. And it seems like this game will have that stuff in it. Which could be neat too. Uh, yeah, could be. I mean, it's I have been vaccinated against Marvel hype. I refuse to get hyped about any Marvel project. Hmm. If it comes out and it's good, I'll check it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I have way more excitement for their movies and TV shows than I do any of their video games, for sure. Does, does Marvel's Avengers have anything to do with it? <laughs> yeah, mostly, mostly. Uh, and even like the Telltale Guardians of the Galaxy game wasn't really. Oh, that they exciting. did make that, didn't they? They did. Huh. That really wasn't the greatest. Um, you know, the only good Marvel game I can really think of is fucking Spider-Man. Yeah, and that's, you know? yeah. Hmm. And that's from Insomniac, so. Yep. Well, we'll see with this. I'm shocked it's coming out this year. Do you think it stays at that date? Um, let's see, What 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 is that date again? That is uh, October 26th. There's a lot of stuff coming out in October. There is, yes. I, I think I think Guardians of the Galaxy could could come out February of next year. <laughs> yeah, I could see it. We'll see. But you know, well, at least it seems like they might be confident in it. So yeah. Um, man, there's a lot of shit here, uh, and I really do mean shit. Uh, like how they're treating Final Fantasy. Uh, Calling remasters of one through six a uh, pixel oh. remasters, and then they they're only coming to mobile. And Steam, it's just but yeah, yeah, mobile and Steam. But this is kind of to remedy the fact that they totally fucked up those ports in the first place, yep. and does nothing for anyone else. When they showed this trailer and it was like, oh, one through six, it's like, 
all right, let's fucking go. They're finally going to put that collection out that everybody's been asking for a one through six collection on console. Uh-huh. And nope. Each game will be sold individually. Yeah. Yeah, it's not Jesus even a collection. Christ. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, they put that collection out. They they would make, uh, make a lot of money off of that. Yeah. That's just insane. I unfortunately don't think they're going to make a lot of money off of this Final Fantasy thing. <laughs> the Final Fantasy Origin? Yeah, Final Fantasy Origin. Uh, this yeah. Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. This thing that was supposed to be a mashup of, of Neo and Final Fantasy. It's just obsessed with chaos, man. Oh my god, that was fucking annoying. I mean, that's <laughs> Nomura. That's Nomura being... I don't know, man. I don't think he has it anymore. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But at least they've managed to ship him off to do the Final Fantasy side projects where he doesn't actually interrupt any of the mainline Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so this is the game that has kind of leaked out before the, all this from um, Team Ninja, who does Neo, and I did not think this looked good at all. No. And maybe it was the stream we were watching, but visually I was like, wow. Like, Is this a PS3 game? It looked like a PS3 game, and you put that up next to the Final Fantasy VII Remake that came out last year. And or shit, like, this, what the fuck? This looked worse than Final Fantasy XIV, which is an MMO. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it, it just did not look good visually. Even the gameplay didn't seem that exciting. And I don't know, man. I think this game's got a long way to go. Yeah. I, I hope I hope they can turn around. They are going to put out this this demo, I guess. This Stranger of, uh, of Paradise um, is supposed to come out soon, but only on PS5, which is dumb. But the game is going to be coming to Xbox and PC as well. It was rumored to only be on, on PlayStation 5. Mm-hmm. So at least that's cool, but the demo will be on PS5, so... I don't know, man. That yeah. I when when that when this kind of leaked out, it's like, wow, that's a really good idea. Like, take the developer of Neo and make a game like that in the Final Fantasy universe. That's that sounds really cool. But then they they showed it off. I just this did not have a good showing. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of other things. I mean, they they showed off some stuff for Marvel's Avengers, a game you'll never play again, a game I'll never play. Period. Uh, <laughs> Showed off some Life is Strange, which yeah. I'm, I am eager to play. Yes, yes. This this new one looks looks really good, so I will check that out for sure. Uh, I did. I mentioned mobile games, right? Uh, well, we'll be able to play that Final Fantasy First Seven, the First Soldier, pretty soon. Yeah, but the Final Fantasy Battle Royale, which I. You know what? It's an interesting concept. <laughs> it is, yeah. It is. To me, the other big game that did not uh, show well to me, and I feel a little unsold on it, was Babylon's Fall Yeah, from Platinum. Uh, it's going to be a live service co-op game, uh, which is fine. It's just, I don't know, man. Something felt missing with this game, too. I just felt like it didn't didn't look very good. Um and I know the game has 
you know, was originally just a PS4 game. It is going to be coming to PS5 and PC, but uh, I don't know. Something just felt off about this game, too. You know what feels off? Platinum not fucking finishing Bayonetta 3. I know. That's weird, too. <laughs> I hope I hope we see that on Tuesday, yeah. for sure. <laughs> but, yeah, it was just not a great... Not a great show yeah. from Square Enix. I mean, there's there's so many other things that I'm just like, why do you not talk about it? Like Final Fantasy 14, that Final expansion. Fantasy 16. Yeah, I thought at least 14 was a lock yeah. for this because that's coming out this year, and I really would have thought they would have shown that off. Yeah, but. well, the thing is, if the Final Fantasy 14 team does their own things. They do. Yeah, yeah, but. You know, this is this is E three. I just would have thought they would have had like some fucking cool trailer of like or some trailer that ends with some promotion or something to get people into <laughs> Final Fantasy fourteen. I don't know. <laughs> you, you, so the joke is like on multiple different ads with like their collaboration events, they joke about well, it's a joke, but it's a thing that uh Final Fantasy fourteen is free to play up through Heaven's Word with a free trial. Mm. But that they've said that so many times before that like it's become kind of a joke. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Because yeah, if you haven't if you haven't started playing Final Fantasy fourteen by now, like it's very unlikely that you're that you're gonna jump in like mm. just because of an E three showcase. Yeah. Yeah. But but yeah, there's just a lot there that I felt like they should have shown off. I mean it's E three. I mean they had uh Forspoken. Forspoken, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and maybe Final Fantasy 16 and Forspoken they are saving for um, like a Sony event because they do kind of have deals with Sony because those games are exclusive to their system. So I'm sure we'll see them there, but it is it was weird overall. And then, yeah, uh, I guess we can talk a little bit about Xbox and uh, Bethesda. Uh there was a lot here. Yeah. I am going to say uh, Xbox One E3. <laughs> yes. I think they did, too. Unless yeah, unless I mean, Nintendo comes out really fucking swinging on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, this this show was great. There was oh, yeah. a ton of great stuff in there. It was paced really well. Um, and it, it did a lot of cool stuff of showing you things that are coming for the rest of the year and giving dates to those things, but also a look forward of things to look, look forward to next year. Yeah. You know, and I think E3 is a great time to do that stuff. You know, it always drives me nuts when you watch a Nintendo E3 showcase and they're like, we're only talking about stuff coming out this year. And I'm like, fucking come on, man. And then when they do reveal like a Metroid prime four, it gets delayed into fucking oblivion, you know, because mm-hmm. they have issues with that. But yeah, I just thought this was a fucking awesome showcase. They really knocked it out of the park. And I think the whole like narrative that Xbox has no exclusives or no games is just done. Like yeah. they're, they showed off so many exclusive games that looked fucking awesome. And they have so many more coming down, down the road. And yeah, uh, yeah. Let's just get into it because there's a lot of good stuff here. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not finding it here. But I guess like, oh wait, nope. Where is it? The big 
the biggest thing that's kind of relevant. Uh, confirmed, Starfield is going to be an Xbox exclusive. Yes. And it's also coming out next year. 11-11. Yeah. They put a fucking date on that thing. <laughs> and it is a year and a half away still. It's pretty bold. Oh, yeah. Do they hit that date? <laughs> I think they hit that date. I think they do, too. Um, Whether the game's right. ready at that date. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Bethesda Game Studios, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? You have a boss now, Bethesda. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I thought the trailer they showed off was neat. Yeah. Um, you know, it didn't show a ton, ton of stuff, but I'm sure we'll get that deep dive next E3. Mm-hmm. Um as they really ramp up the Starfield campaign, marketing campaign. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they're describing it as Skyrim in space, and that <laughs> there's a lot to that, you know? Uh, and it, it could be a really fucking awesome game. I'm very curious. And, and to have this as an exclusive is a huge deal for Xbox. I mean, that's this is what they bought Bethesda for. Oh, yeah. And this will drive so many people to the to their console to game pass and that's all xbox really wants and um yeah it's it's cool and i think this 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 too and i thought it was really interesting for them to come out and start with starfield and say this is an xbox exclusive there's another game we'll get to later that they ended with where they said the same thing they silenced the narrative of are bethesda games going to be exclusive or not to Xbox, mm-hmm. like to me, they they completely silence that narrative, and you know maybe maybe there is a game that might not be exclusive or whatever, but but everything they every new game that they showed off was exclusive. Yes, to Xbox, and that that should be the assumption. Period. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how much more we want to talk about this. I mean. We are seeing some examples of the next-gen consoles really looking fucking good. Uh, Forza Horizon 5 in particular. Like, that is the best-looking video game I've seen. Dude, it's up there. It's up there. And, yeah, <laughs> we only saw what they showed, mm-hmm. too. Like, I just, I am so excited for this game. And, yeah, it takes a uh, place in Mexico is the setting for this one. and. hmm they really bragged about their detail in 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 everything they got clouds at 12k resolution and all this shit like man man it's this game looks good uh not only visually but the gameplay looks cool <laughs> what they say in open world battle royale mm-hmm. is some sort of feature that they have going on and it's like yeah these games are always top notch and yeah, it comes out this year, too, November 9th. I mean, we don't have to talk about Halo, right? I mean, Halo's Halo. Halo's, yeah, I mean, it, is. it has a free-to-play multiplayer. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of the big news about Halo. Yeah. Um, Some cool stuff in that multiplayer trailer yeah. that looked neat. So, um, But they didn't give a date to it. No. That's, no. that's the one thing. And, you know, it's kind of like Sony showing off Horizon recently and not giving a date to it. And then you know? <laughs> giving it, like, are they going to, I forget what game did this. Like, they showed it off, and then, like, a week later they gave a date for it. Yeah. I, <laughs> well, I forget uh, what game that was. I forget, too. But, yes, I, I, damn, 
Yes, because it was a game recently too. Um, so it, that could be it. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but uh, they talk more about multiplayer, which is is fine because we haven't seen that at all. Um, and that'll be free to play. That'll be a big deal. Um, but part of me just feels like they're really scared to show this game off anymore, mm-hmm. especially on the campaign side. So we'll see. Um, I'm excited regardless. Yeah, uh, I guess I'll group these two Bethesda games uh, together here because it's an example of, hey, these are going to be fucking exclusive, man. This is this is what Xbox has done. Uh, Redfall, terrible name for a game, but yeah. <laughs> uh, it looks like it looks like Left for Dead, but with vampires. Yeah. From Arcane. From Arcane, yes. Yeah. Arcane Austin is. Yeah. I mean, I thought it looked cool. I like this trailer. Yeah, it was it was a really cool trailer. It was comical, but also interesting. Uh, really setting up that world, and yeah, it's supposed to be like a four player co op shooter. But they also said it's single player and um, summer of next year. Yes, which is cool. And so um, Arcane really cranking it out, and they ended with this. Yeah, and you know, we were all talking afterwards, and it's like. Xbox has so many studios now that probably over half of them, including the Bethesda studios, could close one of their shows or open it up. And it's like, wow, that's fucking cool. And, you know, Arcane's one of those studios. And so, yeah, this this was a really cool announcement. Yeah. Um, and then I guess, yeah, uh, I, I want to skip ahead here. The Outer Worlds 2. Mm-hmm. They're making another Outer Worlds, and they did kind of a tongue-in-cheek trailer for this. Yeah, yeah, but, funny. like, the Outer Worlds, a franchise now that has a game on PlayStation, uh-huh. is now going to continue as an Xbox exclusive. Yep. So maybe that tells you, where's Elder Scrolls Six going to be? Yeah, on Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. I, uh, I'm happy that they announced an Outer Worlds 2. I thought it was something that was kind of obvious, but I did not expect them to announce it this year. And, like, uh, Obsidian has so many projects in the works. I mean, they have (laughs) Grounded that they showed off more of uh, that's still in early access. They have now the Outer Worlds 2. They have Avowed, like, and the Outer Worlds 2 and Avowed are going to be two... Uh, very big single-player RPGs that I'm sure will take a lot of time to make. <laughs> yeah. So I don't expect to see the Outer Worlds 2 for a long time, but this is the sort of announcement, though, that PlayStation makes all the time that Xbox really needed of just, yeah, we might not be seeing this game for two, three, four years, but it's just something that's kind of out there, and sometimes that stuff can get annoying, but look what PlayStation did last generation on ps4 because there was that one uh, e3 in 2016 where they announced so many games and some of them didn't even come out till 2020 mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. like <laughs> it's okay to have some of these announcements sometimes and i feel like this is something that xbox really needed so yeah that was it was a funny fun trailer i like that yeah uh we also got news about that diablo 2 resurrected mm-hmm. uh it's coming september 23rd 
and it will feature eight-player co-op, Tyler. Yeah. So we can we can get everyone in. Oh yeah, we can, can get everyone. Yeah, that'll be that'll be really fun um, to do, and that that game looks very good. Yeah, uh, I liked the Stalker announcement. Yep, Stalker yep. Two: Heart of Chernobyl, uh, coming out next year, April twenty eighth. Um, yep, I thought it looked good. Yeah, me too. It, it, it was funny too. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was a good trailer. It was like, yeah, that mix of like super serious but funny at the same time. And then around like the, cool. the camp campfire with your with your buddies. Yep. Can't wait to go into the zone. <laughs> yes. It looks cool. Uh, we saw some more back for blood. It it's got, it got a release date. It's, it's October twelfth. Yep. Coming to Game Pass day one. Yeah. That's insane. I want to say twenty seven of the thirty games they showed. I believe that's the number, uh, are coming to Xbox Game Pass. Yes. And I feel like the other three that they didn't will eventually be on Game Pass. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> it's just crazy. Uh, and that's that's the whole point of what Xbox is trying to do, driving to Game Pass. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man, I'm not sure how much more of this I want to talk about particular we can talk about Battlefield twenty forty two. Yeah. Uh that actually got a trailer before all of this happened. Yep. Uh I like the look of this. Yeah, me too. Me too. It it is very interesting. hundred twenty eight players on the new consoles and PC. Uh sixty four on PS four and Xbox One. Um no campaign. Yes. What do you make of that? I think that's smart because Battlefield has not had a good campaign as long as I can remember. The only one I really liked was Battlefield 1, but that's about it. You know? And But I, I agree with you. Bad Company is great. Yes. And I heard someone saying that, you know, what if they spun off Bad Company as, like, the campaign-driven shooter in a Battlefield franchise? That's a genius fucking idea to me. And then you have your big multiplayer games. And, you know, I, I, if they can, because I think one of the problems with Battlefield over the past generation is that it they put too many of them out and it kind of got a little stale, too, from game to game. And so taking all that effort that would have went into a campaign and putting it into the multiplayer, I think is fucking awesome. And some of the stuff they showed they that's just going on, like the whole evolution stuff, the dynamic weather. I mean, that stuff just looks fucking sick. And well, I'm certain be very, very cool to play. The one thing I'm really curious about with this game is, you know, it comes, they did give a date to it. It's like October 22nd or something. I, I forget. Um, but this game is going to be $70. Yes. Yes. And, I think it's, of course, it's going to have its audience. Battlefield's big. So I'm not going to say no one's going to play it. But there's some serious stiff competition out there in the shooter space for a $70 game. I mean, you have Warzone that's free, Destiny 2, Fortnite, Apex Legends. Um, Halo multiplayer is going to be free to play. Yeah. Like, it's going to have some serious competition. So I'm really curious, like, how it'll pan out. And like seventy dollar game, also being a seventy dollar game that's going to have the same mic- microtransactions that you see in those other free to play yes. games. 
So like it, they're gonna have to really sell this. Like yeah. the, the, I don't think this trailer alone gets them to the target they want. No. Uh, I um, think they're gonna have to be very aggressive with their post-launch content too to just keep things fresh. Because mm-hmm. if you're launching a seventy-dollar multiplayer-only game with, I think there was only like seven maps they said that's gonna yeah. be in the game. Like, you know, that could could get stale quick, even if. All those matches are going to be incredibly different, potentially, because uh-huh. of what might happen in those matches. Having 128 players, like... And I, just I, the size of those maps and, like, what you'll actually see during the course of one match. Right, exactly. So I, I get all that, but, yeah, it's, it. the game has a lot of potential. And I, I'm way more excited for this game than I have been for a Battlefield game recently. Yeah. Especially Battlefield Five. I didn't even play that game, so... Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, we got a, uh, a release date for 12 minutes, a game that we've known about for years now. Uh, it's yep. coming August 19th. Yep. That uh, game looks awesome. Uh, they're putting Microsoft Flight Simulator on, on console. Uh, and there's going to be a Top Gun themed expansion. <laughs> uh, yeah. Great. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Psychonauts 2 comes out August oh, yeah. 25th. Uh, from Double Fine, um, maybe the last Double Fine game you'll see on a PlayStation console. This game is still coming to PS4, mm-hmm. um, but game looks neat. It yeah. looks colorful. looks Looks interesting. So good that that finally got a date. Yeah, and then uh, I mean, this one was just for me. They they looked at me and pointed and said, <laughs> "Hey, Frank, we got something for you. Mm-hmm. Age of Empires 4, and it's coming out October 28th." Uh, I'm fucking, I'm I'm in. I'm in on Age of Empires. I played Age of Empires was like one of the first games I played on PC. So Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I've never played any of those games, but it did look I, I it, it looks like something you would fucking dig. <laughs> yeah. And I'll say I played a pirated version of it on PC when I was gotcha. a kid. Yeah. yeah. Um I'll I'll pay it back. <laughs> Although if it's on Game Pass Ultimate, I mean, uh, I won't have to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. And then there's like updates for games like Doom Eternal and Fallout 76, and Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, there's an enhanced version of it, Elder Scrolls Online coming. Yep. Uh, but then, but then party animals, baby. <laughs> this is just gang beasts. Yeah. This is just fucking gang beasts, Basically. man. That game looked what are, fun. <laughs> who are they trying to fool? Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, that game looked fun. <laughs> they didn't even mention, like, from the makers of ga- Gang Beasts. Right. But, like, that has to be who's making this, right? Yeah. Because otherwise that's really weird. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it looked exactly like it. You know? Like, so. yeah, just, just the things that they were doing and just how they moved. Like, it, yeah. Mm. yeah. Maybe they just thought those... The, the, those uh, gang beasts didn't look look good enough. They wanted to make animals now. Maybe, maybe, yeah, yeah. Maybe the more violent nature of gang beasts just limits the appeal of it. Maybe mm. who knows? So know. you got to make fuzzy creatures <laughs> to cover up the violence. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Hades. Yes, coming to consoles. Yes, August thirteenth. That's really exciting. More people need to play that game. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. So, got a couple more. Uh, Somerville. Uh, a lot. Some of the developers from Inside uh, and uh, Limbo. Uh, 
they've they've come over and they're gonna make this uh platformer. Yep. That game looked great. Yeah. It it really did. Looked very cool. And we're getting a sequel to a Plague Tale. Uh yep. A Plague Tale Requiem coming next year. Yes. I need to play I've always been interested in the first one. I need to need to get on that because I think it is on Game Pass. Yeah. And it's always on sale well, too, like all the time. Yeah. So Yeah. There's yeah. a couple other things. But yeah. like Atomic Heart was like a first person shooter that looked kind of intriguing but had a really weird trailer yeah. to it. Uh but yeah that looked interesting. I know people like Slime Ranchers, the first one, but that's coming out um, a sequel next year. Oh, I didn't know that. It's going to be an Xbox exclusive. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, then there's The Ascent. Yes. Uh, got a release date? July 29th. That's very soon. It is. Um, looked really good. Yes. We got to play that game. Yeah, we do. Because it, it does look look cool co-op basically cyberpunk meets dead nation yes so yeah man it was an awesome show yeah there's, it was there's so so much here in, in here that look look great yeah i'm i'm happy that i have an xbox mm-hmm. <laughs> i am jealous i don't have one <laughs> so yeah, we're we're we literally are in uh, like reverse roles. Yes, like you want a PlayStation, I want an Xbox. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I, that's the thing. Like that to me, this showcase shows like, hey, you should probably get an Xbox, mm-hmm. or you should, if you have a PC, at least get into the Game Pass ecosystem. Yes, because there's so much coming that that's just gonna be awesome. Yeah, and I I I mean, this isn't a PlayStation story. I've seen stories about like. Microsoft trying to get Game Pass onto like smart TVs. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, which is going to be a big deal too. Yeah, like especially if they can get that cloud streaming technology down and everything. I mean, it's awesome. Yeah, it's going to be going to be cool. And yeah, I mean, it's just kind of me. Like you sitting there saying like, I'm glad I had an Xbox. Like, I feel like that's not something that uh, was said a lot. Yeah, because I traded generation. my Xbox One in. Yeah. For not that much money at all. Yeah, I mean, I I played a lot on my Xbox One. There was some really great experiences on there, but you know, let's be honest, like they really fell behind, mm-hmm. especially on yes. on the games front. But they are absolutely turning it around, and um, yeah, it's it's pretty evident. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean. When is Sony going to say anything? I think July, honestly. I, I think, I, I I feel like they will let all this E3 hype kind of simmer down a little bit and have their own thing mm. in July. That's, I feel like that would be perfect timing. Um, cause, but at the same time, it would not shock me if they don't do anything. Like, that's just how they are anymore. Like, they're so unpredictable and, and, um, yeah, and kind of like, ah, we don't need to do any of this stuff anymore. But I think they should say something. Because, like like we talked about with God of War and Ratchet, like, what is there to look forward to? Like, those games, of course, are going to be big games. What is there to look forward to, um, you know, 
in terms of big, of course, there's games coming out, but yeah. you know, and we we know a lot of game, third party games coming out in the fall. But what do you got next year, sort of thing? Because mm-hmm. they're going to get, of course, God of War will be next year. Gran Turismo, those will be big games. Horizon will hopefully be out this year. But what else? Yeah, you know they they have a big big team in in the PlayStation Studios. There, I mean, another thing um, is during Summer Game Fest they. Uh, announced there's a new studio that basically got started, Deviation Games, that came from, um, shit, I want to say it was Call of Duty. Damn it. I'm going to have to just look that up quick. But uh, the, the basically, the founders of that studio have have some serious experience, and they're making a game exclusively with PlayStation. Um, so it's another one of those uh, kind of... Uh, signups that PlayStation has had recently, like a Haven or um, was that Firewalker Studios or whatever that um, they're they're kind of signing these teams to make exclusive games and new IPs like very early, which is kind of interesting, I guess. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, there's still a summer to go. Where I I imagine there will be more announcements. Oh yeah. The news just <laughs> keeps happening. And we'll I guess, I guess we'll just have to leave it there then. If if that's okay with you. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll get back next week. Maybe Capcom will blow our minds. Maybe. Maybe Nintendo will steal the show. Who knows? Who knows, man. Um but we'll tell you next week if you if you come back and we hope you do. Uh until then, uh there are, if you have questions or comments or concerns, um, you can route those to us uh, via email at playstationreportpodcast at gmail.com or via Twitter at psreportpodcast. Give us ratings, reviews, and share us with your friends. Uh, you can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged on Vids. And until next time, be good to each other, play your video games, and... Boo-doo-boo-boo. Boo-doo-doo-boo.